Well, as if this wasn't a very special occasion, it is the final Witch Car Weekly podcast of 2019. And just like when you're at school and you're winding down to the end of the year, you try and do as little as possible, and sometimes the teachers help by just letting you play blatant, frivolous games. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly what we're going to do today for episode 43. I think I'm right in saying, can you believe Scott Newman has been an entire year of Witch Car Weekly podcasts? Say much, much longer. It has been an, a torturous task sharing a small space with you, as well as Andy Enright. You are not uh, innocent in this regard. No, I'm a fragrant chap, aren't I? You absolutely <laughs> are, and it's pretty gamey in here today as well. It's like a badger set or something. Um, but Affluential. For this, for this very special Christmas edition, we have required uh, reinforcements, and for that matter, we have packed the Bower Chambers with two extra people to make this whole idea work. Uh, you've know, you know these voices very well. We have uh, Wheels Magazine editor... Alex Inwood. Hello, Daniel. And uh, we've got a very good representation of the Wheels team in here today. We also have, returning once again, another uh, fan favourite, which Weekly, Cameron Kirby. Howdy. This is the way it's going to work, guys. We are playing five-car Dream Garage. This is a task that normally takes up many, many hours when journalists get together. Um, We're going to pick our five five-car dream garage but there are rules there's caveats through and through to make this actually not so torturous because it really would go on for years and years and years here are the rules there are five categories each person has to pick one out of the five categories they are four by four a hot hatch a supercar a classic before 1980 and a wagon the other rule is no SUVs because we are car enthusiasts. That's right. There's no job an SUV that can do that a wagon can't do. Exactly. And uh, and the way we're going to do this is we're going to pick a number to start. Now, I have a hat down here. It is a street machine hat, so we're on brand. <clears throat> and I'm just going to go around, and whoever has the number one, you'll keep your numbers, and then we'll go around, we'll cycle through each round so everybody has a chance to go first, second, third, fourth, fifth. Correct. Okay, uh, let's start with... Scottles, please Ooh. pick a number. Uh-oh, I'm so nervous now. This is, this is a bit that's really boring for the listener, so no, try no. and keep this, keep this quite fast. It seems no, like well. quite a visual kind of thing. I'm building up, I'm yeah, building up. Yeah, but the discussion that ensues will be desperately Ooh. intellectual and, and uh, inspiring, Cam. Okay, right, much. so that silence then was everyone picking numbers. God, yes. this, is, this is really painful. Can I just uh, break the suspense? Yes, please. I have numero uno. Oh, oh superb. Oh. Excellent. I have number two and a uh, picture of a male genitalia. <laughs> yes, I have number four and also a picture of male mm. genitalia. Number five and, surprisingly, also male genitalia. Okay, excellent. And Andy has... Number three. Number and three. No. Um, that has been artfully designed to look like a pair of... Pendulous breast. Great. <laughs> Pendulous breast. <laughs> See, we're all about inclusion. Do you here. have any of that, Alex? I do, but uh, you know, I'm not a child like all of you, uh, so I, I chose not to. That is a damn lie. The number of times I've got proof copy come back from Alex that's going as a mag, and it has a little dick and balls that's been yeah. drawn on my copy, <laughs> along with lots of serious. I was worried he didn't recognise it. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so now that what we have to do is we have to... The, uh, Alex, congratulations for being uh, number one. You get to pick the first round, and then you also get to go first with that suggestion. Ooh, right, so into right. the hat again. We have the categories. Diving into the cap. Right. Here we go. And the category is... Pre-1980. Ooh. Right, so this is the one that I think really foxes a lot of people. Because yeah, this is the trickiest one. Yes. Whoever chose pre-1980 sucks. Yes, God. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. 
because, because I'll explain to the readers because most of us here are from a generation where a lot of the classic cars that we fell in love with as kids are from 1980 to 1990 or even 1995. 100%. So this was very difficult. And that's exactly why I chose it because otherwise we'd all be driving F40s and all that sort of stuff. So out of the comfort zone, let's get some cool oh. classic metal. Damn you. So, um, right, uh, so we, we'd like to know what your pick is. I should explain at this stage, if Alex picks uh, one that you or another contender has also picked, you have to come up with a backup on the spot. So, And then we'd also like to know your reasons for uh, selecting such vehicle. I cannot wait. Let's get stuck into this. I'm going to go with the highly recommended first, and it's a, it's a Citroen 2CV. Um, oh, oh Dan! Dan's gonna have some. <laughs> Dan's gonna some have some feelings this about this. I don't mind like saying that was not my pick. I won't linger on this, but uh, I already have one in the family, and it's an absolute joy to drive. It's painfully slow, but uh, you know, smiles per kilometer, right up there. But my actual pick, <laughs> okay, right. My yes. actual pick is a BMW 3 liter CSL. Oh, that's tasty. Also on my yeah. shortlist. Oh, right, okay. there you go. That's good. Okay, so reasons for this one. It's just such an icon, isn't it? And I think it's. Uh, so beautiful. I was watching a film last night and one of these was in it. Maybe that's why it's front of mind. Mm. Just the thin pillars. The In a world where car designers are just going nuts with lines and creases and all that sort of thing, it's just so confident in the fact that it's just so simple. Would you... Yes, uh, otherwise known as the Batmobile, isn't it? It's the one that had all the fins and stuff yeah. all over it and arguably sort of sparked the M-Car era. Although, Andy, uh, a couple of weeks ago, you told us the actual car that sparked the M-Car era, didn't you? Yep, it's the BMW 530ML-E. Emily, Emily, in yep, in South Emily. Africa. But I wouldn't, have the, <coughs> you wouldn't have the wings. You wouldn't have the wings. No, I wouldn't have the wings. You'd leave them in the boot. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. And what color, please? I don't know the exact name of the color, no. but I would have that uh, really light blue. That's almost yeah, silver. Yeah, I don't nice. think they did a shit color for that car. No. They had that lovely sort of like acid yellow. They had and the, the old, green. They had the metallic green, oh. which was sensational. I think that was a fantastic choice. And it congratulations, choice. Alec. Right. Um, I am second. You are second. Great. Uh, and I'm a bit annoyed about this because I was going to choose my classic based on what else I had in my garage. But now I'm not going to know that. Because, you know, if I, if I managed to get the supercar I wanted, for instance, I would have a, quite a slow classic because I don't need that speed. But I think I'm going to go with the favourite car on my list, and that's the Mercedes-Benz 450 SEL 6.9. Oh, very good. It's just so cool. And, you know, another movie car um, in Ronan doing skids and stuff. That ticks a lot of boxes because that's like, you know, when we get into into slightly older cars, none of them are particularly fast, but that actually was pretty quick, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty quick um, for an oldie and, you know, pretty reliable. I don't want to be fixing the car all the time. I'm a hopeless mechanic. Uh, they still make all the parts for it. Uh, yeah, sounds good. Got space, can take my friends. I mean, I had stuff like a C2 Corvette on there as well, but I thought, no, nah, it's getting a bit old. So, new enough to be decent to drive, old enough to feel special. That's my 6.9. It also fits that hole in your life where you don't look enough like a middleweight African dictator. <laughs> That's, right. <laughs> That's right. I'm not going to be confused for Robert Mugabe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea of someone ever can feel like mistaking you for Robert McGarvey. <laughs> Similar personalities. Oh, God, fantastic. All right, number three. Number three is me. Um, everyone here would guess that it would be a BMW M1, and it prior to a few weeks ago it would have been, but then I sat in it. <clears throat> And I didn't fit. Oh, oh no! Oh, my dream, dreams crushed. Yes, my dreams were crushed. I was shy of um, getting a couple of vertebra chopped out. I'm going to go instead with a Ferrari 512 BB. 
Do you fit oh, in there? Oh, the Bell and Boxster. Yes. Yeah, that's that's a lovely thing, and I think it's one of the loveliest mid-engine shapes. Yeah, it's just really nice. Not an MR. Really pure. Just they are. There's one the that carburetor, yeah. carburetor. Carburetor. I saw one on the street down near my house, and it's just still a very arresting shape. And they sound berserk. That's yeah. what I was just going to say. Yeah. One came to Cars and Coffee and it sounded amazing. Yeah. yeah, flat 12. Flat 12. Oh, So cool. And crazy values now as well. Like, I remember you look, what, 10, 15 years ago, you'd get one for a couple of hundred grand, which is still big money, but yeah. now they're like three quarters of a million dollars. So they were, that was the car you that... You missed the boat there, Andy, sorry. <sighs> as always. <laughs> oh, well. um, that's the car that people didn't buy because they said it's not a Testarossa. Yeah. The Testarossa has always held the value and those didn't because it's like, no, it's just a it's a, forgot, it's a bit of a forgotten car, really. Like, yeah. um. Yeah, I mean, everyone talked about the Countach. It was Ferrari's Countach, kind of. It was yes. a contemporary. Yeah. But not many people would know about that car, I don't think. I know, and I think uh, the Countach, certain vintages of Countach haven't aged particularly well. <laughs> 25th anniversary. Yeah, I think the BB has just got better and better <laughs> yeah. looking with every passing year. Just like you, Andy. Oh. Thank you very much. I am number four, and I'm going to weigh in. I'm surprised none of you guys have picked. This is my riskiest one of the five that I've Ooh. picked. I thought someone else was going to go for this, and Cam is after me, so he might have already lined this one up. Um, it's the model that unites motor journalists. It is, of course, the Porsche 911, and uh, in this year category, I am allowed uh, 2.7 RS, which is arguably one of the Ooh. greatest 911s of all time. Delicious. Sounds absolutely manic. It's still very, very fast. Um, there's a purity to it that I absolutely love, and you can get them in white with a colour decal on the side and matching wheels. And that, for me, is just, like, pure Porsche. Um, you know, what colour? What colour decals? Probably green, actually. Yeah, not bad. I so love white the green. green. Yeah, yeah. So and lightweight or touring? Lightweight. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. If, yeah. if you need, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. You know, that's it's right. absolutely, like, for me, that is, that's Porsche purity. So, like, the, I had to get a 911 in there somewhere, even if that's slightly predictable, um, and I'm very pleased now I've picked one already. Yeah. Very good. Very good. No, no, it doesn't step on my toes at all. Uh, surprisingly, I reckon Cam's going to go something Australian. Bingo! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely Australian. I uh, I decided to avoid all the European cliches like the rest of you. It's not uh, a Tirana, is it? It's not a Tirana. It's a Ford uh, XRGT. Oh, that's uh, unusual. I was going to say Phase Three. No, XRGT. And I'm having that gold as well that it came in. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. just ultra cool cruiser. Just Have you rock- driven one yet? I have not, unfortunately, because... And I curse my dad for this, because he owned one. Oh, oh, wow. And then he sold it. Just just before I came along. Just sold sold the XRGT. So He knew this moment would come and thought, I better sell this car before Cameron grows up and wants to drive it. Yeah, exactly. He, he did that. hated you ever. <laughs> <laughs> you should try and track that car down. That'd be pretty cool. I'd track. love to. That'd be awesome. He used to tow a ski boat with it. Oh, that's even cooler. Yeah, and that's putting exact, it to work. That's exactly what I do. I put a tow bar on it and go and <laughs> roll around in my half a million dollar Australian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wonderful! Because it's but it's interesting that like no one chose a Mura, no one chose a Mura was my second choice. If someone else had picked so, a 911, that was yeah. going to be my second. I thought yeah. someone was going to pick a Phase Three or something like that. Yeah. I thought you were going to pick a Phase Three. <laughs> okay, oh. next category. Please. Yes, we move on to the next category. Okay, now uh, number two, that is you, Scottles. Please yes. pick the next category. Into right. the street machine, trucky cat. I delve. Waggon. Excellent. Ooh. Okay. Uh, and it's your turn to go first. It is Stop my it. turn to go first. Okay. Wagon. This is really tricky. There's lot, there's some. There's not many wagons out there these days. This is the worst category to go last, by the way. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, it totally is, isn't it? Although I still think there's five good choices. Okay. But anyway, uh, I'm going to go with... I was very tempted by an RS4. I wish the RS6 was out, but it's not. 
So Porsche Panamera GDS Sport Turismo. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, right. no, yeah. You've, you've really nixed me on that one. I was going to go one up and go the big long turbo SE hybrid, but yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to have a. Do you know? I didn't even think of it. That's how unwagon like that car is. Yeah, like, it's a bit of. A, I didn't think it. of it until I was perusing the spec section in the back of the mag. I went, oh, that's, a, that's an actual. It's a proper wagon. I uh, don't need the turbo. I'll just have the GDS. Lovely engine. Oh, it's very conservative of you. Yes, I know. I, you know, I'm a man of the people. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Um, what do we, yes, what do we think about the previous generation Panamera? Like, do, do, does anyone... That's like, not a wagon. I know it's not, but I'm just asking, now we're talking about Panamera. I did wonder if that scraped in under hot hatch. Oh, it's a, <laughs> it could well do. Well, let's see. We'd have the hot hatch. <laughs> Alex's eyes just went, oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I um, actually preferred last generation Panamera to this one. Really? I'm a huge fan of that car as well. I actually like it. It's humpbacked somehow works. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the fact that the new one in sedan form is just like a big 911. It's like, well, the 911's done that look. Panamera is the one for me. Interesting. Previous gen. The Taycan does make the current Panamera look like. Oh, why didn't they make it look like that? Yeah. Um, in third place, Andy, uh, your okay, choice. Um, <clears throat> in bold on my sheet of paper is Panamera Turbo Sport Turismo. Right? <laughs> 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 horrible man. Um, Excellent. So I'm gonna go with the. Alpina B3S wagon. No. Oh, <laughs> damn it. God damn it, that was mine as well. And the beauty of this game becomes apparent. <laughs> but not the B5? No, no, no. Just a little one. That one. Oh, what do you um, mean? What colour it... and what, what wheels? We but know. but it has to be the last generation one because it can't be the new one because it's not on sale yet. I know, but that's really splitting heads. And it's got, you can't that's alright. <laughs> <laughs> just just made sure that you're aware that you're being left for the last generation car. It would be like all of my cars. It would be, it would be black and filthy. You know this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch that one. No, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fine, fine choice. It's, it, I mean, a lot of people describe it, I think rightly so, as the, you know, the M3 Touring. It mm. is manically fast. But the thing that it does would do so much better that if the M3 Touring was available, which it isn't, is exclusivity. It's just You just never yeah. see them. It's just it super rides super... so well on those yeah. big wheels. Uh, don't know how they do that. It's 20 spokes. Classic mm, Alpina. Delicious. Yeah. Well, I suppose that leaves me to weigh into the wagon segment and say, God damn you, Andy. That was going to be my pick. So I'm going to go for my runner-up, which is going to be a car. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Skoda Octavia RS wagon. Beautiful choice. Huge Beautiful. amount of car for your cash. We tell people to buy them all the time. Yep. Everyone ignores us and just buy stupid SUVs. That's the car I would, I would put my money where my mouth is. They actually do a Skoda Superb wagon as well, which I didn't realise. Yes. And that, yeah. it must be like the interior of that car must be just cavernous. It must be the most interior yeah. space. And it's on no the road. word of a lie. It is superb. Yes, correct. Can you get that Octavia in a manual? Yes, you can. Can yes, you still you can. get it in a manual? Or can you, you used to be able to? Or I think they might have discontinued the manual. Would well, you get do it a in speci- a manual? Yeah. Do uh, a special order. Yeah. Please. Yeah, the manual's really nice in that car. Yes, absolutely. Yep. I'd go the manual, for sure. Okay, very good. Cameron Kerby. Yeah, well, I'm going to stick with the V8 theme. I did have a B5 <laughs> on my list, but... Unfortunately, I'm not going to step too close on your toes. C63S Estate. Oh! <laughs> oh damn it! <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Alex is like, I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> oh, that was actually first on my list. Yeah, it's top of my list as well. I just love that car. I love that engine. It would be my daily driver. Like, See, I that's would... interesting. Though. That was pretty much my last choice because for a wagon, I want to take the kids to school. Like, I don't have kids, but I can take my imaginary kids to school. And just the ride would give me the... Even the new one? No, yeah, the new one's a lot better, isn't it? It is a lot better. Yeah, okay, forget that. That's what puts it over the line for me. Yeah, don't listen to me. I just love the fact, this engine, I love this engine, and I love the, just the instant torque and the um, the ability to get 
delicious little slip angles whenever you want, basically. That's it, the other thing. I wouldn't be able to drive out. it. I'd, I'd get it impounded in like <laughs> a yeah. week. I mean, if, if it was still around, it'd be a VF red line, but this is the closest I could get to that. So yep. here we are. Such a bogus. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sitting here in his, uh, in his pluggers and uh, <laughs> so um, So that, that leads us to you, poor Alex. It does, it, it does. Uh, so third run has to be an Audi. Um, I would love the new RS6. I think that looks absolutely mega, uh, but it's not here, so it's uh, ineligible. So I'd go the RS4, I reckon. Yeah. Not not a bad choice at all. Delicious no. car. No, yeah. Yeah, not as if you've got the dregs left at the yeah. bottom of the barrel, is it? I think it actually looks better than the C63, but mm-hmm. I don't think its oh, engine... 100% it looks better, yeah. Yeah, I don't think its engine is up to uh, the magnificence no. of that V8. But... but the good thing about the current... RS4, it's just such an easy car to live with. The last one had the high-strung V8. It wasn't difficult, but you've got all that syrupy torque now, and then they've softened Ooh, the ride-off. Say syrup again. Say syrupy again. <laughs> um, they soften the ride-off like they did in the SC63. Yeah, delicious. Great mm. car. And the, the Audi events have always been the, the case in point that wagons look better than their sedan and coupe versions. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have it in red, black interior. There you go. Delicious. Classic Silver wheels. With all these lovely... Right, is that the end of that round? It is. Andy's picking now. Right. Andy, excellent. Delve deep into the street machine trucky cap with all, among all the grease stains from someone's... <laughs> I have my choice of supercars. Oh! oh. Yes, please. But I... I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Yeah, the man that too. drives more supercars than anyone. <laughs> he had one for three months. That's right. Yeah, right. That's a long time. GT. Well, he better he better pick that one, otherwise, you know. Well, I'm afraid. It, I think this one just barely squeaks in as a supercar. Oh. It's a Porsche 911 GT3. Of course that's a supercar. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a supercar. Totally yeah. And also, you, you suck okay because that's my yeah. choice. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I am shocked. Stop being so predictable. I'm shocked that you picked a GT3. (laughs) It would be a Riviera Blue with a black interior. I don't think they make Riviera Blue anymore, do they? Um, Is it Miami Miami Blue? Miami Miami. Miami Blue Special Order wouldn't be bad either. Um, Blue. But yeah, that's the car I had. It's it's a car very similar to one we did a Wheels Fellow shoot on. And Mm. I got out of that car and just thought, that is as close to perfection as I've ever experienced. Manual or auto? It would have to be an auto. Oh, that's right. Okay. To get your uh, yep. unusual stance on. <laughs> no, I go auto as well. Yep. Same, so would I. Yep. Yep. In that car where you're chasing every last rev, um, mm. trying to juggle the gearbox and, you know, trying to mathematically guess how much braking distance you've got yeah. before the next corner, it's just a little bit too much for you my tiny little brain. So what you're saying is you're just lazy. Is that what you're saying? No, just a bit dim. Right. I just, I just <laughs> I'm not sure what's the worst of the two. Yeah, okay, great. All right, Daniel. Um, I'm actually... I would have been happy to go last on this one because I know no one else is going to pick this one. Oh, I think I know what's coming. You do, actually, because I've talked about this ad nauseum. Uh, it's going to be the Lamborghini Aventador S Roadster. Yes, yes. And I'm looking forward to telling you all why I'm absolutely irrefutably right. I'm, okay. I'm surprised, but not shocked. Okay. You the are a job. man that wears shirts that are too tight and uh, too colourful for your own. Well, some, <laughs> some would say too tight. Others might say adequately tight. Thank you. This nipple-hugging number I'm wearing right now is a good example. Um, supercars, we have to look at the core job of a supercar. Uh, they are not forgetting fast lap times. 
Bullshit. Anyone who argues that is lying. Uh, they are not to be practical. So anyone who says you should have a Huracan because it's easier to live with than the Aventador is also talking similar levels of shit. A supercar is supposed to make you feel a Brazilian dollars. Every time you get in it, every time you look at it, the Aventador is by far and away not the best car to drive, supercar to drive, and it is an absolute pain in the ass to live with. But every time you get in that thing, especially a roadster and take the you roof off... You curse the gearbox. You've No, the gearbox is all part <laughs> of it as well. That sensation. These double clutch gearboxes that change instantly they're, they're a bit dull the Aventador when it smashes your spine into a zillion pieces with each gear change is sen bastard sensational and that's the one I would have easily hands down that's a very convincing argument no, well, I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly. Me too, but if he, I'm certainly not going to wrestle him for the keys. So. <laughs> no, me neither. But the logic of a supercar, all it has to do is um, stand out and make you feel special. That's BS. It's, it's a car. It's got to be great to drive. Yeah. Um, well, and it's... I think it speaks to a different kind of personality and, and what you want from your car, whether you want to be, you know. I bet you'd drive the Aventador all weekend the first time you got it and then never get in again. Well... If anyone would like to offer the hardware for to test the theory... <laughs> Which, car long term, Which car long-term? Which car long-term? Yes, please. <laughs> yes. A million dollars worth of long-term, that'd yeah. be fine by me. Excellent. All right. Uh, Cameron. Yeah, I'm up. Hey, so, hang on. How come I'm last again? Yeah, no, you're, you're not. You're, this is, so what number are you? I'm number one. Yes, no, I'm, so I'm last. Now. So we're into yeah. the third oh, round, so... You will yeah. be after me. Yeah. Sorry, no, 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 he's right. So, oh, no, no, no yeah, so drop. number five. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. It's okay, I can't count to five, it's all good. Uh, will you please edit this bit out so people don't go, it's just being a bunch of absolute... <laughs> no, it's got to be natural, Dan. <laughs> yeah, Cam. Oh, and also, got to make the boss look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Cam is immediately fired. <laughs> <laughs> He's not my boss. So enjoy, <laughs> yeah. enjoy your last <laughs> podcast, Cameron. Uh, I had a bit of a tough choice with this one, because uh, my first choice was the Audi R8 V10, just for the sound of that engine. I love that engine so much. But uh, your argument did actually sway me a little bit. I'm going to go the McLaren 720S Spider, and I would have it in a ludicrous colour. Totally. Just ridiculous. And top down everywhere, you know, sports mode, just go everywhere. Yours is a slightly better argument than mine, arguably, because, oh, I don't know, because some people think that car is a bit fuggers, which is, and I am one of those people. <laughs> I think it's stunning. I love but, it. Like, but at least yours drives a bit better than mine. Mm. So yours pro- kind of ticks another box that mine doesn't. So, I, yeah, I totally think that's a fantastic And then if it ever choice. rained, you can just be terrified every time you went to drive your car. <laughs> well, the first time I drove a McLaren was in the rain. It was a 600 oh. LT in the rain, and that was one of my highlights of this year. It was wild. <laughs> Surviving. It was as well. It was. It was unhinged. Clearly, Cam is a fan of near-death experiences. Yes. So, great. Um, and that brings us neatly to... Alex. Yes, so as Andy has stolen my GT3, you know, I was thinking, oh, I'll just go with GT4. Um, and has that snuck in here this year? I, I don't think it's actually here, so it's ineligible. Um, if the pricing's announced, you can, you can order it, but I'd... But I would have a McLaren 600 LT. Fine choice. Yeah, and fine on choice. the on the proviso that Andy, you and I can swap cars occasionally. Because <laughs> um, I know that you love that thing as well. Yep, yep. I throw the keys a, in the bowl. Wouldn't be averse to that. That's oh. something else, isn't it, oh, Scott? Is it? <laughs> I don't know, Dan. What are you... Oh, uh, yeah, that's a special late night edition of Witch Car Weekly. I would have it in green. Um, yep. And Spider or Coupe? I would have it as a Spider. Yeah, why not? Because there's no compromise. Yep. There's no compromise in that carbon tub. Exactly. And uh, just Vintage. in terms of potency, I know a McLaren 720S is slightly quicker, but the fact that you've got those top exit exhausts and just, it is such a visceral experience to be full throttle in that car for any more than, you know, five seconds. It's uh, outrageous. You drove that car in the desert, didn't you? I did. And then I drove it here again in Australia as part of our great V8s 
um, when Cam drove it in the wet, and it was an absolute handful. But suitably qualified to. Not climb. only is it fast in the line, fast in a straight line, I would say that it's actually the most talented car dynamically that McLaren makes. Yep, on wow, a circuit probably, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what about yeah. the center? No, I think. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah. A six hundred LT is more playful. Mm. Yeah, so. absolutely. It's more fun. Yeah, a center's yeah. going to be faster. It's got a lot more aero. Once again, you're all wrong. Right, next category. Um, <coughs> who's, uh, who's wait, wait, wait. What? Uh, oh, fine guess. That's fine. Newman. Oh, no, it's too predictable. I thought we'd just move on. Yeah. No, sorry, I actually had completely forgotten. I'm so sorry, Scott. Carry on, please. What's what are you going to say? Ferrari. GT2R. 812, super fast. 488, Pista. Well, why don't you just read my mind, Alex? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wheels editor slash telepathist. <laughs> yes, indeed. My I thought about the NF8 tribute here, but it looks a bit weird. So, um, <laughs> Agreed. 812 super fast it is. I love that car. I don't yeah. know whether I've had the GTS or the coupe. Uh, first world problems. GTS isn't here. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, there you go. I love the coupe. Oh, it was so, nice. Uh, the world decided for you. Yes, that's right. Uh, I love that car. It's just everything. Like it's maybe it's not a traditional supercar. It's front engine. It's more of a GT. But I think anyone who's driven that car knows that it's an utter screaming psychopath. So yeah. it's too much of a psychopath for me. Yeah. yeah. I think it only it only really works when you were driving it at nine or ten tenths and when you do that on the public road you are taking your license I know the I know the real reason that Alex doesn't is doesn't have fond memories of that car oh go on it's because he was shot at by a farmer while he was doing a shoot with it. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that the DFF that actually was an FF yeah, oh was it was a, yeah. GTC4 Luso yeah. oh okay GTC4 we're wrong same thing. oh okay right we're still a good that's story a, that's a story for another time yeah. Yeah. it definitely is okay Alex is coming back to tell us about his near death experience in a <laughs> <Yes>. Ferrari <laughs> yeah <laughs> I just love it. just that screaming engine greatest engine ever just it's comfortable enough to drive long distances if you really want to and yeah love it love the way it looks everything now it really is time for the next round uh, yes. and is it me that's picking this one it is you right okay just shaking these two remaining things around in the hat like there's going to be much choice in the matter. All right. And it is Hot Hatches. And I am going first. Ladies and gentlemen, argue this, if you will. The BMW M140i. Not on sale anymore. Right, now then, tell me, tell me. (laughs) I think we argued that. (laughs) (laughs) Right, moving on. Tell me, tell me why I'm wearing this smug face. It's just your face, isn't it? Yes, (laughs) it is. Why could I possibly be wearing this smug face in a bunch of other seemingly smug people? You've done some research and you realise it's still on sale. I rang BMW first thing (laughs) this morning. You can still buy one. A brand new one in Melbourne. I win. So I will have the BMW M140, please. Okay. Fair enough. Last of the real drive car. hatchbacks. It's a three-litre turbocharged six-cylinder. It's way better than anything you're going to pick. I'm not going to challenge you because I love the fact that you've cheated. It's not cheating. The rules are it has to be on sale in Australia in a new car at the moment. So That's exactly what it's all about. It's about exactly. finding the loopholes in the regulations. Right. Yeah. Smoky eunuch over here. Yep. Okay. Don't call him a eunuch. Beat that. His voice is high enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Cameron. <laughs> Number five. I'm so glad that you picked that, though, because I want the i30N. I love that Ooh. car. It is. Oh, okay. Like, if I had to go and spend my own money right now, it's exactly what I'd go and buy. Mm. I love it so much. And I got to drive the race car. So Hatch or uh, Fastback? Hatch. Yeah. yeah, Hatch. Nah. Go. I like the Fastback. I had a Fastback the other day, and it actually looks really good, I think. You sort of you grow the styling grew on me. Mm. Is, there, is there anything dynamically different about them? Can you tell the difference? Uh, the Fastback's got a different chassis tune, but then the hatch is getting that chassis tune too, so I don't know if they've already got them. But 
Look the fastback is marginally better to drive. Yes. But, uh, I have it in, in mode every day, making oh, firing noises and just being. You'd have hoon. to flip that cap around backwards and. <laughs> Yeah, it's the, it's the boy version of that. <laughs> <laughs> peacock is exactly the right term to describe both that car and me. So thanks, yeah, great. <laughs> All right, Alex. Oh, over to me. Right, okay. Um, I would have a Mercedes AMG A35. Oh. And that's going to sound like a really left-field <laughs> choice. <laughs> It is, it's just, sorry, that is funny because of your current long-term. It is my current long-term, <laughs> which right, is exactly okay. why, you know, you can't pick an A45 because it's not on sale here yeah. yet. And I wouldn't pick one anyway because I think a, a 45 is going to be way too focused uh, to live with every day. Um, but I currently have an A35 in denim blue with gold wheels. Sounds atrocious, looks amazing. Yeah, I love that spec. Um, yeah, right. And when I say sounds atrocious, that spec sounds atrocious. The car itself sounds quite fruity. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just with... visualising a WRX. <laughs> yeah, Blue not... with gold wheels. No, it's kind of a more subtle, more tasteful take on that. What's it like to clean, Alex? Uh, don't get me started on that car. Yeah, not <laughs> me, because I just washed Scott's long-termer two days ago. Thanks, Dan. Oh, what bet did you lose to... Uh... I needed it for a job. Yes. Um, but yeah, A35 is a really sweet car. It's mm-hmm. like, it just... It's weird. It feels perfectly engineered to fill its spot, but it fills its spot, like, bang on. Absolutely. And I think for a lot of people who bought the last A45, or maybe thinking about the new one, like, the A35 is probably the car they might actually want. Yes. It has all of the performance with little of the compromise you're going to get in a, a fully blown... it rides properly now. Yeah, it does ride properly. Yeah. I would go the full real estate pack, though, and make sure I ticked the, the wings, the aero package. Yeah. Sorry, Annie, are we boring you? No, no. He's just, he's I, just... think he, I think he's panicking and trying yes, to find an alternative. No, no, I'm, I'm frightened. He's flicking through the pages of Wheels magazine <laughs> as we speak. Like, well, it's just, we're, we're, you know... Just... <laughs> My options are evaporating right. before. <laughs> <laughs> Pick the Megan. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do this to me, Scott. Uh, so, well, I can tell you that I'm not going to pick a Megan. I don't think I'm, Annie's going to pick a Megan either. I'm going to pick a VW Golf R manual. Ooh. I, I ummed and ahed. I'm like, what do I... The hot hatch is probably the car I want to drive every day. Mm-hmm. So, thought about an i30N. Really like that. And then, I couldn't have a Megan. No. I can't handle a Civic Type R. Love the way it drives. But couldn't cop that interior every day. I couldn't cop the exterior either. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, so, it just comes back to the perennial favourite. Golf R. That manual is a sweet gearbox. It's a lovely engine. It's playful enough to have fun when you need it to. Practical. Love Quick. it. Quick. Yeah. Yep. It's a sensible Sam decision, but I think this is a category for that type of decision. So Not Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm allowed to I'm stay. I'm going to uh, ruin that argument now. <laughs> 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 I'm saying that my, my, my number one pick there was the current Civic Type R. Yeah, I just love mm. the way that thing drives. I think there's genius shot through that. Yeah, it, was, it, it was Motor's performance car of the yep. year, wasn't it? And, yep. um, Every time I drive it again, it's just like, wow, this thing is so good. And mm. if I'm driving it, all you guys have got to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm with you. I'm 100% on you with this one. It was my second choice in case somebody snuffed the A35. What, what, an interesting one on my list, though, was the Model 3 performance. Never thought I'd say that, but... Oh, it's a lift back. It's not a hatch. Isn't it's it? not a yeah. back. It's got a proper boot. It's not yeah. a liftback. Yeah. It's a sedan. Oh, it does have a boot. Lucky you didn't go yeah. for that one then. It's oh, not there a liftback. I wasn't allowed to. Be a lift yeah. back. There you go. Lucky I chose a golf R. Because it's got that huge glass roof. Correct. Yeah. Who's next then? Well, it doesn't matter. There's we're only one. Oh, sorry. That's, that's, that's all done. Yes. No, no. So it, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm up. Did, yeah, yeah. yeah come one. on. You just put yeah. in my last trick. Four by four. Four by four. Discovery. Straight up. Land Rover Discovery. 
I you think, were you were there at the international reveal of that car, weren't you? Uh, that was Defender. Oh, sorry, yeah, Defender. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, since the Defender's not here yet, I have to go to Discovery. Uh, if the Defender was here, I'd be picking that straight away because that thing looks awesome. But yeah, the Disco gets me luxurious, comfortable enough to drive every day, and then you'd be able to go pretty much anywhere in it. I'd put some, you know, pretty baller rough all-terrain tires on it. Got to say, man, the man who came and rescued me from the forest in the land, uh, he had a. Uh, Discovery with like 280,000 kilometers on it, big set of mud trains, it went everywhere. Yeah, if, if we were allowed modifications, like serious modifications, I would have gone and picked a G63, but off the showroom floor, Discovery. Why is it so ugly? <laughs> I actually kind of like it. It is, it's got like a really it. strange look from the back. It looks way too narrow a, and tall. And you could land a plane on that um, rear quarter panel above the um, yeah. rear wheel. It's, yeah. it's got cankles. I like it. <laughs> it does. Cameron likes cankles. <laughs> it's lovable. Cankle Cameron. It's, it's, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, bulbous, overweight Labrador. Don't forward this podcast to Jerry McGovern, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? Alex. Oh, me, right. Uh, easy, Ford Raptor. Ford Ranger Raptor. Another yeah. long-termer of yours. Yep, I Damn had that you. as a long-termer. Um, See, you get your revenge. <laughs> This is a vehicle that is more than the sum of its parts. Mm. Uh, the suspension on it is, you know, you have to drive it to understand just how good and how expensive it feels. You have to try and break it, basically, and then you go, oh, I can't break it. It's, yep. like, amazing. Yep. I'm not uh, the type to go off-road very often, but um, I did in my Raptor long-termer, and it, yeah, soaked up everything that I threw at it with ease. Well, the, in the interior you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, needs to needs a hose down. Um, but it's, it's funny, like if that if I had to go and buy a car with my own money and had more money than I do, I would buy one of those. Really? Yeah. That is quite a endorsement. Yeah. I just it, it can tow. It can. You've been rallying in one. Yeah. It, it, it can, it's still entertaining to drive in the right circumstances. It's, it's very comfortable every day, thanks to those genius shocks. Economical, you know. Yeah. Everything I need in a car, but it's not my choice because I'm not my turn. Oh, whose turn is it? It is my turn now. <laughs> Good timing. <laughs> Smooth segue. So just, to, just to reiterate what Scott said, it's not his turn until now, when it is his turn. That's right. That's right. It's all Might about timing. Polish. This is tricky. Um, I think I want. See, basically, why we chose four by four is, well, I chose four by four. I guess I chose some categories. Huh. Um. It's got to be utilitarian. It's got to be able to be used off-road. So you can't just have a normal, boring SUV. So I think I'm going to have Nissan Patrol. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, solid. Um, put a set... There's actually, there's a, a couple of Infinity versions around my house on big mud terrain tyres. They look wicked. Yeah. Put an exhaust on them. They sound amazing with that 5.6 out of V8. Um, I have other cars, the Golf R, so I don't need to drive it very often, so I don't need to fuel it very often. Yeah. I uh, can still go off-road, can tow, it's got heaps of room, pretty comfy. Yeah. Pretty, pretty fast as well. That, yeah. That V8's yeah. good. Yeah, and you need to carry a trailer full of, of your own fuel. That's right. I mean, this is if we're allowed modifications, might pop down to the blokes at Harrop, put a supercharger on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ooh, then you're down into the juicy. single figures. That's right. Yeah. Just for some all-wheel burnouts. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay, sure. There you go, Nissan Patrol. Great tow car for you. Like it. Various toys. That's right. Right, uh, everyone's looking at me. Um, for me, off-roading is an opportunity to destroy your vehicle at five kilometres an hour. <laughs> okay. Um, so I don't want anything that I'm too precious about. So to that end, what I would have is a base model Prado GX. Oh. On, the one on steels that's really, really utilitarian. I don't mind if I drive it down a hedge or 
anything like that. Um, do we so, get the three door, the shorty in Australia, or do we only have no, the normal? No, not anymore. Oh, because that thing's cool. It is cool, isn't it? It's got that kind of um, Pajero evolution. Yeah, kind Pajero of, EO sort of thing yeah, happening going on, yeah. going on. But yeah, just a, a Bogo 53 grand uh, Prado. Fantastic. That, that wouldn't last very long in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> it would actually be really good fun trying to kill it as quickly as possible. You know, like the sort of off-roading you'd have to do in that car. They are they are pretty tough. Yeah. The sort of thing you'd have to do in that car would be huge amounts oh, of fun yeah, to I break you'd it. kill yourself before you killed the Prado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. without a doubt. It was Andy we're talking about, who yeah. seems to be invincible. So <laughs> anyone else anyone else would kill themselves. <laughs> Andy would just prevail somehow. He'd drive it off a cliff and then emerge from the bottom, you know, with a slight cut on your <laughs> yeah. head. yeah. Uh, which leaves me to round up the fifth round and the fifth contender. Uh, for me, this is a car I drove last week on its international debut. It is only on sale in Australia. It's unique to Australia. And it is, of course, the Nissan Navara Entrec Warrior. Oh, that's impressive. Yes. Wow. A car that was kind of um, kind of created to go head-to-head with the Raptor and sort of didn't uh, because the Raptor is unbeatable. But what it did do is go up against all the other things in that category, like um, Hilux, uh, what's it called? Rogue or Rugged. Rugged. Rugged X. And the Sports Cat, which still has a laughable name. The reason I love this car so much is it does the job incredibly well. It's very capable. But in this era we live in now, it's one of the most Australian cars you can buy. It's converted and modified and designed in its extras by Premcar in Melbourne itself. So not only is it a bloody good car, it's also incredibly Australian. Arguably one of the most Aussie cars you can buy right now. Don't all that class of car have terrible names? They all sound like male (laughs) sex aids. (laughs) (laughs) The Warrior. And that's exactly exactly the The effect it had on me as well. The Rugged X. (laughs) Through the changes, because is that just a uh, a shit and glitter pack? No, it isn't. It's far from it. It's very good. It's um, it rides forty millimeters higher, and that's partly because it's got now new dampers and springs uh, and bigger off-road tires. It's one of the most impressive. Oh, let's stay on that for a moment. Um, the rear axle on the Navara was talked about when it was uh, new for being amazing because it's coil sprung, and not many one-ton utes have a coil sprung rear axle. But it wasn't very good. It just was no better in its ride quality than some leaf sprung things. What Prem Car have done with that car have is sorted it. Like they've chosen a spring and damper setting that is absolutely wonderful on the road, but it still hasn't really um, hampered it at all off-road. So that's the first big tick. The other thing they've done is they wanted to carry a full-size spare. So they've designed a special tow bar that is completely unique that will allow a massive uh, 32-inch tire underneath. So that's another big Mm. point. Um, And it's got a light bar. It's got uh, a hoopless bull bar that was also designed and made in Australia, which um, is incorporated in the front and looks like perfect. It really toughens the looks. Uh, and yeah, and some stickers and decals and, no and, and a light bar. No engine mods. No engine mods. No, no. So it's still 140 kilowatts and 450 newton meters. So yeah. So yeah, it's a really, really well-rounded package. And there it's, you go. Yeah. It's, it's not you just can't a, buy any one, any of these fantastic use with a V8, can you? Or a twin turbo. V6. Not in Australia. No. no, no. You have to get. Oh, I mean, Silverado, Silverado V8 will be. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Coming oh, shortly. Ram, Ram, Ram 1500. Yeah, Ram, Ram 1500. Yeah. And then Silverado 1500 is due next year. Yeah. But they're a bit big. Gentlemen, that was much better than I was expecting. Well done. We all completely panicked on the wagon <laughs> round. We Go all team. had some clear favourites. That was excellent. And that leaves me to say and wind up the year, say thank you very much to all of our regulars and all our guests, uh, most notably the, those present. Um, and of course, we will be back. This is the last one for the year, but that doesn't change a thing. We will be back again in 2020 with more Witch Car Weekly fantasticness. And uh, in the meantime, Christmas is a lovely time to get out and hit the road, but it is statistically also one of the most dangerous. So if you are going 
reactor for a blast. Have fun, but do it very safely. You can probably tell I'm winding up about this time, and this isn't when most people tune out, but don't, because you would miss me saying happy fucking Christmas.